The work you do for your clients feels fulfilling and impactful, but running a business? That feels hard. You're not only in charge of your client work, you're also head of marketing, management, admin, client satisfaction, systems and processes. Yeah, it can feel overwhelming. That's where this podcast comes in. You're listening to The Simple Business Show with me, Nisha Woolery. Each week, we'll discuss simple ways to start, market, and organize your service-based business. My mission? To teach solopreneurs how to simplify their business so they can earn more money by doing less stuff. Let's dive in. Just quickly interrupting the show to let you know about the freebie that comes with this episode. If you know you need to organize your service-based business, but you think you don't have time and you don't even know where to start, don't worry, I've got you. I created a free roadmap called the Roadmap to Organize Your Business, and it maps out the exact 10 areas of your biz that you need to organize ASAP. Step one is an area most solopreneurs overlook, but organize this and you'll not only achieve peace of mind, you'll most likely make more income. To download your free roadmap, go to nishawoolery.com slash roadmap. Hey guys, what's up? I hope you're having a really wonderful day. If you've been feeling unmotivated recently to work, if creativity has left the building and you aren't getting much done or being very productive in your online business, then keep listening because in today's episode, I want us to chat about what to do when you don't feel motivated to work and hint, forcing yourself to plow through your entire to-do list often isn't the answer. This week, I found it kind of tough to want to work and there have been days when I've really struggled to get much done, when all I wanted to do was snuggle underneath the duvet and watch David Attenborough on Netflix or scroll mindlessly through other business owners' Instagram stories. Here's the thing though, I know I'm not alone. This is a universal struggle for all business owners Sometimes you just don't want to do the work. So if you're feeling this way lately, then don't shame yourself for it or tell yourself off because you're not working hard enough or getting enough done or being productive enough. When has being hard on yourself ever helped you? And when has talking critically about yourself ever made you feel better? I know that's the natural reaction we all have when we aren't getting much work done or we simply don't want to, so let's use this episode to try and change that. I want this episode to help you understand the reasons why you aren't feeling motivated to work and see that there are better ways to get your mojo back than chastising yourself for not having it. So let's jump in. The first thing that I like to do is ask my body what it needs. Sometimes a lack of motivation is our body's way of trying to get a message across to us. That message could be, I'm hungry, I'm tired, I need exercise, I need water. There was a day this week when my whole body just felt achy, like the kind of achy that you feel when you need to stretch and move and not just sit in a desk chair all day or go and lie on your bed. So that day I stopped what I was doing 
I had more work to do, but I decided to just put my workout clothes on and get on my exercise bike and just pedal. 3.8 miles later, my legs felt so much better for it and my body and my mind felt energized, which allowed me to keep continuing to work, but in a new state of mind, which in turn helped me create better work. Sometimes we try to push through the lack of motivation that we feel, ignoring it for the sake of productivity. But we forget that our lack of motivation causes lack of creativity and that causes mediocre work. If we want to produce our very best work, we have to look after ourselves. So remember point one, because it's often the quickest and easiest fix for those times when we don't want to do anything. Simply ask yourself what you need right now. Do you need water, food, fresh air? Then act accordingly and afterward you'll start to see some of your motivation come back. Now on to point number two. There are times when we just don't feel great and we don't need a quick fix like exercise or a glass of water to get us feeling ready and motivated to work again. We need the opposite. We need to stop and rest. And it's important that we give ourselves permission to rest sometimes. In a world that glorifies being busy, we can feel ashamed for not being on the go all the time, for not reaching the end of the to-do list by Friday. But when you're constantly on the go, hustling your butt off to get everything done, you're going to run out of steam and you're going to burn out. And I have another podcast episode all about burnout, by the way, episode number 14. So definitely go and check that out if this sounds like you. So if you're not only feeling a lack of motivation, but you're also feeling tired, snappy and irritable, overwhelmed by your to-do list, then I encourage you to take some time out to just rest. I know it sounds counterintuitive to rest when you have a lot of work to do, but if that's what you need, there's no better time than now to grant yourself that need. As I mentioned earlier, this week has been a week of low motivation for me personally, and exercise has helped bring that back on one of the days, but there were two days when I just didn't want to do anything, so I did the bare minimum, and then I stopped and rested for the rest of the day. And here's what happened. By Saturday, I had a burst of motivation. So while I don't usually work weekends, I used this weekend to get through a few important tasks for the week, including writing and recording this episode. Tasks that I just wasn't feeling up to earlier in the week and just wasn't feeling motivated enough to do. And it's tasks like these, you know, tasks like actually recording things with your voice or creating things from your mind that when you are lacking that motivation, those things don't really come out very well. So it's best sometimes to delay them and do them at a time when you know your motivation is most likely going to come back. Sometimes as business owners, we forget that we're the boss and we get to work or not work whenever we want. Sometimes we become as rigid with our work hours as our boss was back when we were in a nine to five job. I know that I've definitely been that way sometimes. I don't know about you, but as the boss of our businesses, we get to decide when we work. So if we're not feeling motivated on a Friday, then guess what? 
it's totally fine to have Friday off and work Saturday instead. You may be thinking though, I can't do that because I have client deadlines to reach. So here's how to get around that. On the days when you aren't feeling motivated to work, but still have client work to do, just do that and nothing else. Don't write the blog post you've been putting off. Don't write the Instagram captions. Don't reply to DMs. Do the bare minimum, the task of most importance, which most likely is your client work. Then rest if that's what you need for the rest of the day. And don't forget tip number one, to ask yourself what your body needs and give that to yourself. That will help you have enough motivation, creativity and energy for your top priority, your client work. And you can let everything else fall by the wayside for a little bit. If you choose not to post on Instagram or reply to emails besides those from your clients for a few days or maybe even a week, it won't hinder your business as badly as you think. Recently, back in August, September time, something happened in my personal life that meant that I had to take a step back from my business for a while and just focus more on my well-being and focus on maintaining my mental health and getting myself back to the optimistic, more positive state that I'm usually in. And to do that, I really had to strip back on anything in my business that wasn't a priority. This meant not sending a newsletter for a couple of weeks, not really posting regularly on Instagram, not really showing up on Instagram stories and things like this. I did this for a while over August and September and it honestly didn't impact my business as much as I was scared that it would. So I hope that that serves as proof for you that if you are feeling really unmotivated and you do need to step away from your least important tasks for a while, it will be okay and your business will survive. I know that we sometimes feel like we have to juggle all the balls all the time or else our business will fall down around us, but that is usually not the case. So on to tip number three, only do the necessary, which I know we've just touched on in point number two, but really if you are not in the mood to work, don't force yourself to do anything more than the necessary. That means client work, client communication, and anything else that involves a commitment that you've made already to other people who are paying you. It is going to feel weird at first, giving yourself permission to prioritize and then take the rest of the day off and do less tasks than you usually do, but your mind and body will thank you for it. And most importantly, your motivation and your passion will come back. Point number four is shift your energy. Sometimes you need to shift from one state of mind to another really quickly, especially when you have creative work to do. Like let's say you're designing a logo for a client or something like that. So here are a few things that personally help me when I'm desperately in need of uh, stepping up my energy and just shifting my mood. Number one, put on the happiest playlist you have and have a solo dance party around your kitchen or your living room, your workspace, wherever it is. Personally, I find Beyonce and Natasha Bedingfield to be two of the people on my playlist that get me moving and grooving (laughs) um, the most, I would say. 
The next thing I would say is to journal. If you're feeling highly unmotivated and you've been feeling like this for a while, then try and put pen to paper and put your feelings into words. Try and figure out exactly why you're feeling this way and where this comes from. You could also meditate. I really like an app called Insight Timer, which is free, and it honestly has some of the best meditations on that app. Seriously, it is so, so good. Sometimes when we're trying to force motivation and force creativity, that's when it doesn't come to us. And sometimes instead of forcing things, what our minds really need from us is to just be still to just stop thinking about the lack of motivation, stop thinking about not doing the task that you have to do and clear space in your mind to just focus on the present and focus on your breath. Or just, you know, use the app to maybe not do a meditation, but they do sort of like have talks on there as well that you could listen to, to get you in a better headspace. You might also want to call a friend that you love chatting with, especially a business friend who can empathize with how you're feeling that day. This is another thing that I did recently that completely shifted my energy. Like I could not believe how much one conversation with one business friend could really give me the injection of energy and passion that I needed to get on with this project that has been in my mind for a really long time. So get on a call with your friend, ask them what fun projects they have on and feed off of their energy and their passion. Other things you could do are things like watch a stand-up comedy, because that definitely shifts you from feeling blurred to laughing and feeling high vibe. Maybe go for a drive with your favourite motivational podcast or an inspirational podcast, or go for a walk in your favourite nature spot. Because I find personally that getting out in nature with a cup of coffee in my hand and some nice music on really does help me to change my mood. Just want to give a quick shout out to this week's sponsor, my free masterclass, The Simple 10-Step Plan to Organize Your Service-Based Business Even If You Have No Time. If you've been feeling stressed and overwhelmed from doing hashtag all the things in your biz and you're ready to stress less, work less hours, but make more money, this masterclass is for you. You'll not only learn my simple 10-step framework to organizing your business, you'll also learn how organizing it can double your income. No exaggeration, I'll even show you how one of my students achieved this. Go to nishawillery.com slash masterclass to sign up today. So moving on to step number five, which is to look deeper. Your lack of motivation could be because you're feeling overwhelmed. When we're feeling overwhelmed, especially about the project we're meant to be working on, it can actually cause procrastination, putting off a task because we don't want to feel overwhelmed. So our brains straight up sabotage us and stop us from starting that project or that task. We see it as ourselves just not feeling motivated, but the lack of motivation is actually just a symptom of a larger problem, overwhelm. So how do you know if you're overwhelmed or you're simply just not feeling like working today? You'll know because 
if it's overwhelm, then you haven't just felt like this for a day or two. You've been feeling like this for days upon days, maybe even weeks. Maybe every time you sit down to work on this project, you get this feeling like a cloud in your mind, this this block in your mind that just is preventing you from getting much done. And there's not just a feeling of not wanting to do the work, there's a sense of not even being sure where to start and feeling like you have so much to do that it just stresses you out. So when you find yourself in this situation, ask yourself, what is overwhelming about this project exactly? And what is overwhelming me in general? When I talk to small creative business owners, sometimes I start to realize more and more throughout the conversation that there are small things that they don't realize are adding up to overwhelm them. Things like tons of mess on their laptop, for instance, or a highly unorganized Google Drive, or a really messy to-do list system where they are always writing out their to-dos on scraps of paper here, there, and everywhere, and they don't actually have a project management tool that they use to keep all of their to-dos, their ideas, their projects organized and neat in one space. But there are also larger things that I see can often overwhelm creatives too, like not having a documented client process. So you feel like you're all over the place with every new client that you take on. Or maybe you don't have documented processes for things like creating video content or social media content. So you're constantly reinventing the wheel every time you create content, causing yourself not to enjoy the process and just feel overwhelmed. If this is really resonating with you, then what I'd love you to do is go ahead and write down the three things that are most overwhelming to you right now regarding your work. Then take a bit of time to remove the overwhelm from them. And this may mean organizing certain things, documenting processes and automating things just to help them feel less stressful to you and, you know, remove them from your mind so you can really focus on what needs your attention the most and not be so distracted by the overwhelm that you feel. If you need some help, then shameless plug, go watch my free masterclass, 10 Steps to Go from Overwhelmed to Organized. You can sign up at nishawallery.com slash workshop or go to the link in the show notes. Tip number six is to tidy up where you work. This one may seem overly simplistic, but trust me, this is one that is so overlooked, but it makes such a huge difference in our working lives. Mess is distracting. Researchers have found that being around disorganization makes it harder for your brain to focus. And that's because our brains can only focus on one thing at a time. Maybe of all the tips covered today, you need this simplest one. Just tidy up. You'll find your brain will have less clutter or mess to distract it. And you'll now be more focused on your work and more motivated to actually do it. Now, tip seven, realign with your why. If you just can't get in the zone lately and it's not just happening here and there, it's a feeling that you've had for months, maybe you've lost touch with your why, with the why behind the work that you do. A lack of emotional connection to why you do what you do and the impactful result it has in your clients' lives can leave you not wanting to do the work. 
So you need to remember what inspired your passion in the first place. So what I kind of find helpful in this situation is to journal. So take out a pen and paper or your notebook or your journal and write down the answers to these questions. Why did I start my business? What was it that I loved about the service that I offer? And what are some of the amazing results my clients have had because of my work? If you can reconnect with your purpose, the purpose of your business and the impact it has on others, you can often regain a sense of motivation and passion for your work. And if you can't find a deeper reason for why you started other than money, maybe you need to pivot and find a new service, product, or dare I say business that you feel genuinely motivated and excited about. I'd say that's often not the case, but if deep down you know it is for you, then there's no better time than now to get cracking on building a business that makes you feel more than what you feel for your current business. Now I have a few more super quick tips just in case those weren't enough for you. Number nine, have lunch somewhere other than your desk because a change of environment can often kick up your mood a few notches. Tip 10, Take more breaks throughout the day so you're consistently giving your body and mind the self-care they need. And tip 11, have a nap when you need it. Naps are scientifically known to increase productivity, alertness and mood. I personally really struggle to nap in the daytime. If there's daylight, my mind just will not go to sleep. But if you find napping really easy, then don't resist it. Just go with it and see the drastic difference that it will make to your motivation, your passion and your productivity every day. There's one last thing that I wanted to say before winding up this episode. At the time of recording this, it is November 2020, the year of COVID-19, the year of the COVID-19 outbreak. I don't speak much about COVID on this podcast because I want the episodes to be evergreen, meaning that even if people, you know, listen to them in two years, three years, five years, they can still, they can still gain advice from them and they can still be relevant. But I will quickly touch on COVID in this episode because it's hard to talk about the topic of lack of motivation in 2020 without bringing up the virus. None of us have ever been through a global pandemic before. A pandemic that has taken the lives of loved ones, disrupted plans, thrown the world into an economic crisis and caused many people to feel anxious and uncertain, more uncertain than ever. So I think we can all give ourselves a break on the whole not feeling very motivated or productive thing this year. It's been a flipping hard year and I dare anyone to tell me they haven't experienced more days than usual this year when they just have felt mentally and emotionally drained. So maybe you don't need a tip or trick to re-inject yourself with motivation. Maybe you simply need to give yourself permission to be less motivated this year and be okay with that. All right, guys, that is everything that I had to say on this subject. I hope you found something in this episode useful. You don't have to go away and take action on every point because I know I covered a lot of them. Just take the points that are most helpful to you and leave the rest. Okay, I hope you have a gorgeous day and I will speak to you next week. 
Hey friend, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss future episodes. And if you're feeling extra motivated by what was discussed today, I would seriously appreciate it if you'd open up the Apple Podcast app on your phone and leave a super quick review. Honestly, your reviews tell iTunes that this podcast is worth listening to. And iTunes then gets this show in front of more solopreneurs so they can get the help they need to bring more inner calm to their business. Okay, that's it from me today. Thank you for listening and I will speak to you soon.